You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slap It Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, What up, what up, the real coach JB here, man, on this fine Tuesday, April 4th, or sorry, May 4th, I'm a slap dick, I'm gonna get into slap dick here in a second. But the title of this show, just so you're clear, make sure all my shit's sounding right. Just so we're clear, the title of this show is Officially a Slapdick. That's the name of this show, Officially a Slapdick. I'm going to get into why that is in a, in a minute. Um Pay the bills real quick. Show as always is brought to you by BetOnline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So. Title of this show, officially a slap dick. All right, uh, let me get into it. Tit- Let me give you a quote of the day on this great May 4th, 2021. No masterpiece has been created without great labor. No masterpiece has been created without great labor. Without blood, sweat, and tears, man. Without cutting your fingers, your hands, calluses. We got too many cats expecting shit to be handed to them without doing a motherfucking thing. I'm talking to coaches, admin, teachers, kids, student athletes, parents, everybody. You all expect a masterpiece without doing any fucking great labor. Don't work that way because I've never seen a masterpiece been created in anything without great labor. Go back to the fucking pyramids. Go back to whatever you want to call it. Oh, alien technology. Shut the fuck up. Them motherfuckers were smarter than us and went out there and fucking bled, sweat and cried and created some fucking shit we can't replicate to this day. You sure can tweet a motherfucker, though. So anyway, no masterpiece has been created without great labor. Think about that. Title of the show, officially a slap dick. Been in the works a long time. See, I don't talk about a lot of shit, you guys think. I just talk shit. But I don't talk about a lot of shit. I just talk shit. Just remember that. Mostly 99% of the shit I talk is to is in reference or a response to a slap dick or a fuck stick or possibly a shit bird. If you've read my book, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later, later those three things are in the chapter titled Fuck Stick, Shit Bird, and Slap Dick. That's the chapter. It's name. So I break those three down and, 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 and I define them for you. So go get my book, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later. 
if you want it signed, I have a few copies. I'll send you Venmo me, Coach JB12. So, I got slapdick, the term, the phrase, the word, regarding whiskey, cigars, any type of uh, spirit, tobacco. It has been trademarked. And there's a difference between hitting it trademarked and registered. Just so we know. Back in the day, trademark, everybody thought was the real shit. TM, next to your name, da-da-da. Well, that no longer is a huge deal no more. That big R next to your name or next to your business, entity, phrase, net term, whatever you want to call it, is even bigger news. That's called registered. Now people can't use your likeness. They can't use your name, title, any of that. So I got the term slap dick, one word, singular, not plural. Trademark, registered. And it's official. It took about a year and a half. And uh, that shit takes time, especially during pandemic. But, you know, kind of a big deal. Can't use it no more. I'll sue your bitch ass. But anyway... I appreciate you guys with all the fucking support on Twitter last night on Instagram. I posted a deal about it. Pretty funny. But it's real. Hustle. That's what I do. I ain't a math major, but I sure fucking hustle your ass. So, you know. Blows my mind that there's major entities out there, such as ESPN, Fox, CNN, all these major conglomerates in the media profession in the world. And ESPN is considered as one of the elites, okay? I believe they've fallen so far off the map in regards to being real and having real content and meaty matter, right? Meaning... They don't have any fucking everything they have now is they've trimmed all the fat and everything is so politically correct and cut and dried. And just because you think we're idiots and we're going to fall for oh ESPN, Stephen A be saying damn and ass and they cuss a little bit now. They had the last dance on there and they cussed. That's a facade. That doesn't mean shit because they cut all the fat off. Well before you can say damn and ass on TV. Okay. There's no meaty content on ESPN no more. It's all politically what you what they want you to hear. It's all bullshit. But they can't even edit something that they put on their main cover page on their website. ESPN.com It has last chance you running back. Boyd gets chance with the Lions. So Raheem Boyd got a got a shot. He's gonna he signed a unrestricted free agent shot with the Lions. Okay, but if you click the title, Lance Chance, you running back Raheem Boyd as unrestricted free agents. Lion Lion sign Lance L A N C E. Lance Chats. Now, that's a huge fucking... I mean, you're a major conglomerate. And, uh... And you can't spell Last Chance? 
And he says, uh, ESPN says, he entered the national spotlight on Last Chance U during the stint at Independence Community College in Kansas, where he rejuvenated his career after transferring from Texas A&M because of academic issues. We'll, we'll go with that. Boyd, Boyd finished his college career at Arkansas. He averaged 5.81 yards per carry across three seasons, six highest in school history. But apparently, he was on Lance Chance U. And you don't have nobody to fucking edit your fucking cover page? <sighs> Look, I, I Matt Barry's a great dude on ESPN. He's an anchor. Michael Collins bought one of my sleptic bullies. Puppies. Great dudes. I just texted him fucking with them like, Hey, man, fire the editor of this fucking deal. Lance Chance U. You should have whoever edited that or whoever is in charge of this, because it looks like whoever's in charge of ESPN and runs ESPN, you look like a slapdick because you've allowed this to go out on your fucking website. I'd be pissed, right? You should have had slapdick trademarked. Fuck. But anyway. LeBron's out last night against the Nuggets. The Lakers win. I think the Lakers were 8-14 and 14 without him. 22-6 and six with him. Something like that. The Lakers still have the number one defense in the NBA. Scoring and efficiency. They played last night on the defensive end and allowed Denver, who averages like 110, to 89, held them to 89 points. See, that's what people should be weary of and scared of is when the Lakers are not even at full strength. Even when they're at full strength, when LeBron played the other night and AD and Drummond and Schroeder and they lose to a Sacramento team, they're not at full strength. They haven't played together. But... The Lakers are as far as AD takes them, not LeBron. But they don't win it without either one. They need both of them to win it all. But the Lakers are, as, they go as far as AD takes them. AD plays like he did last night. They can win the whole thing again, obviously. They'll need LeBron. He'll be back fine. But that showed you when they when they dial in. I th- I believe Vogel's the best. I, I, I don't know if he if he's the best defensive coach in the NBA. He's sure fucking close because he had great independent or independent. They got great Indiana Pacers defenses as well back in the day. But I want to tell you that I believe that he has the ear and the attention of that team more than any coach in the NBA. They listened to him. They bought in and they played defense, which is not really played anymore in the NBA. Look at the, some of the scores. New York Knicks, who are on fire, they beat Memphis 118-104. Utah beat San Antonio 110-99. Atlanta beat Portland 123-114. Golden State beat New Orleans 123-108. Orlando beat Detroit 119-112. Washington Wizards beat, whatever they called, beat Indianapolis Pacers. 154 to 141. None of those teams mentioned are going to win a championship besides possibly Utah 
which plays defense. They're the only team I mentioned just there that held their opponent under 100 points. And the Lakers hold Denver, um, top three scoring team in the NBA, to 89 points without LeBron, an on-ball defender. So, and without Schroeder, another great defender on the perimeter. The Lakers didn't have either last night and held Denver to 89 points. And Drummond was in foul trouble most of the night. Didn't get his first rebound till late in the fourth quarter, which he's led the NBA in rebounding four times. And AD just kind of controlled the paint and the game. Hit a couple threes, but he's really controlled it in the paint first half and then second half take the game over late, putting them up by four with under 40 seconds left with a runner. Lakers play like that. They'll beat anyone. I'm just telling you. And so they secure the five seed for the, right now for the time being. The play-in whole thing, you got all this controversy. LeBron called the guy stupid and should be fired for inventing it. Steph Curry says he loves it. Kendrick Perkins says he loves it. Stephen A. calls LeBron soft for saying it because they're in the sixth seed they were before and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, man, who I kind of tend to tend to roll with on this, you know, the Lakers are at a huge disadvantage when people don't want to really talk about because they had the least amount of days off, number one, after winning the title in the fucking bubble. And then they've been injured all year, which is cool. I mean, that's part of it. But I believe they're injured because of the short rest and not no, uh, you know, they were back in what, the 39 days after they won a title, some shit like that. I don't know. I just think I, I told everyone before it wasn't going to be very successfully conducive for anybody after that bubble. And they wanted to come right back and around, you know, right back in October, November, December when they just ended the fucking thing. And in uh, in Florida. They, and so I don't know. It's interesting to see. But we'll see because LeBron usually don't go to the playoffs without making a finals of some sort. <laughs> So he's usually in the finals if they go to the playoffs. And right now they're the fifth seed, and uh, they're, they'll avoid the play-in bullshit, seven through ten or whatever. Um, but we'll see what goes on. We'll see how it ends up. I don't know. But Slapdick's trademark. That's all that fucking matters. And the bottom line is make sure you understand no fucking masterpiece has been created without fucking great labor. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. I got two slapdick bullies left, two pups left. Make sure you guys, if you want a big, huge, uh, boy, hit me up. I, was, I already named him Doughboy DB. The girl I've already named. I have a female Brindle, uh, girl. Very beautiful. Very all mild mannered. They all got some slapdick in them, obviously, but. They are uh, mild-mannered, and uh, they, they, they have Callie, the mother's uh, calmness. Um, they do have Stogie's Mean Streak and Slapdick style. But if you guys are interested, CoachJB12 at Gmail. Hit me up. Talk details. I've lowered the price even. Two left. Out of 11, nine sold pretty fast. Um Everybody's raving about how smart they are and how lovely they are. So I'm glad they, it's the first litter has been a success for the slapdick bully breed line. So I appreciate everybody's support. 
out there. Um, so we'll see. Russell Westbrook don't get any fucking, he don't get enough credit. He don't get enough credit, in my opinion. He racks up triple doubles. They don't really, he's never really won doing it, though. See, he's a, he's a, he's like an, he's like a, he's a different cat, man. He's like, it's very, he's rare breed. Um, he had 21 rebounds and 24 assists. <laughs> a 6'4 guard doing those things now, you know, in this era. It's crazy. I just love watching the dude play. I just, he, you know, he'll never be, ne- he'll never be put down as one of the greatest because only the players know. But the public persona of him is just whatever. I believe that's really which is whatever. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody really cares because he's never won nothing. I'm curious if he was on a winner, uh, what the perception would be. But, you know, perception's reality, and that's just how the shit goes. Um, but who knows? Dusty Baker, you know, Dodger great. Astros coach right now, manager. He said that the return to the Bronx is going to be wild. Well, first of all, yeah, you inherited a team that was known for the biggest cheating scandal since the fucking White Sox in 19, whatever, 19. So, yeah, no shit. But, damn, dog. Get your house in order, Dusty. Fuck all that other bullshit. I told you last week I was happy that Southern made a uh, hire from within and didn't go with the big name Marshall Falk or one of these guys. Who I love all Marshall Falk and everybody, but I'm just saying I believe they stuck to their guns and didn't go for the big name, and which I told you I think is going to implode on HBCUs. But that's just my opinion. Not hating on nobody. I'm just telling you. Um, there's a lot of high school changes going on in California. There's a lot of, uh, NAIA smaller school hires and firings. And it's crazy, man. There's like a big time job in California opened up and everyone blew me up, man. You need to apply. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to do high school right now. Just not in, just not even interested. But I want people to understand when you take a job, I don't give a fuck what profession you're in. By the way, I'm going on a nationwide speaking tour, motivational speaking, um, just knowledge-based speaking, and I'm doing in-services for coaches, CEOs, businessmen. Been booked about seven seven places already, so June 6th I start. So if you guys are interested, book me, CoachJB12 at Gmail. Hit me up for details. I'll send you the agendas and the itineraries and everything that are going to happen. Tell you what my fee is, and uh, hopefully uh, – It'll be well worth it. But, you know, ever since I beat this fucking bullshit case and everything, everything's now opening it back up a little bit. Not that I'm being offered a million coaching jobs or anything. I haven't even thrown my name in a hat. But what I'm telling you is other things, you know. The state of Kansas bought 60 boxes of slapdick whiskey. Okay. So they'll be distributing through liquor stores in Kansas. Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Missouri, uh, Missouri, Missouri, is how you guys say it, uh, the show me state, 
they're also going to be purchasing uh, Slapdick whiskey. So it'll be in liquor stores for all you four states listening out there. So you can get some Slapdick whiskey in stores here shortly. But having said that, shit opens up, man. It's crazy. Like I tell you, perception is reality, right? Everyone knows I didn't do shit. I had to fucking two and a half years later, I finally beat something that was a witch hunt and a money and a media grab. And so that happens. I beat that. And then I've been invited to speak to some schools, some people, some businesses, um, whiskey selling. Slapdick gets approved. Like it's just shit. It's just ironic how shit works, man. Just, it's funny how shit happened. You know what I mean? So, but the bottom line is perseverance always supersedes um it always supersedes ignorance you know so perseverance man have it keep it understand that the sun will rise tomorrow it will so take the fucking good out of the bad. Find it. I've always been an optimistic cat. I've always been a cat that's always said, you know what? I don't give a fuck how bad it is. Something good's going to happen. And, uh, you know, got to stay optimistic, man. Pesticism doesn't get you anything, you know? Keep grinding, keep positive, and, uh, you know, shit will happen for you. And that's, that's my personal opinion. That's how I feel. But don't be a slapdick. And definitely don't say it, because I'll sue your ass. It's trademarked. But anyway... Um, just a lot of shit going on. We're gonna see play NBA playoffs are soon, and uh, Slapdick sponsor uh, Slapdick podcast has a new sponsor, Canon. I, I mentioned them the last few weeks, but they're a sunglass company out there. Go check them out. Their sunglasses are legit. It's time to make your outdoor experiences better with Canon. That's K A E N O N. Sunglasses are made exclusively with pol- polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that make their lenses clearer, lighter, stronger. And Italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. Use the exclusive code KANONCAST. That exclusive code K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T. The number 15. KANONCAST15 at KANON.com. And receive 15% off your first pair. That's KANONCAST15. Canon clearly better. Check them out. Their glasses are pretty sweet. I don't wear sunglasses either. I should, though. Fuck. Sun out here is wearing my fucking... Wearing my uh, skin out. I need to be better than that. Skin cancer is is a real thing. But I was telling you, coaches are getting fired all over the country. My boy Lance Leopold got the job at Kansas, KU, um... 
my former O-line coach at Independence is now the O-line coach at KU, and I'm, I'm, I haven't heard if, if Lance is going to keep him, retain him. I believe he's going to retain a few coaches on the KU staff, which is a good deal. Sometimes it's good. Lance knows what he's doing, guys. Just for you KU fans out there, he knows what he's doing. Um, I believe you're in the best hands you've been in since uh, Mangino left. Um, <clears throat> so we'll see how it goes. But what I was saying before I told you about slapdick and a couple other things, for all you guys out there looking for jobs, no matter what business and profession you're in, like I was saying, coaching, administration, um, I was talking to you about it before I talked about my tour happening. You need to investigate why the former person got fired. That's what a lot of people don't do. They see this gleaming gold glitterish job and they're like, oh, all glitter is not gold. Just make sure you understand. And hard heads create soft asses. Just because a job opens up and you're fiending for this particular job, make sure you do some research. You know what I always used to do? I would call the former person, former coach. Hey, coach, what happened, man? JB, man, I'm telling you right now, my AD and administration are fucking ludicrous. They're unbelievably fucking delusional. They have expectations that are just never going to happen. And you take the good and the bad and you run with it and you put together and massage your own thought out of this deal. Okay. And, you know, it's hard to call the AD, obviously. Hey, why'd you fire the last coach? You don't do that, but you got to you gotta hire. You can try to reach around and grab people on campus, you know. Uh, hey, man, what, what's going on over there? Do some fucking research. Like I'll, I tell you guys every day, be the CEO of yourself. You play, your players out there, your parents, your kids, coaches, be the CEO of yourself. Know where you're going and why. And a lot of guys just jump into a job. And anyway, I was telling you a story. A lot of cats are hitting me up because this big-time high school job opened up in California. By the way, they had three guys get it drafted in the NFL on over the last weekend um, that played at this school just a few years ago. So they've always been talented. Um, pretty decent. You know, probably a top 10 school in California uh, over the last 15, 20 years. Okay. Um, in a nice area, decent, uh, you know, Supposedly got some great booster support, etc. But they fire a coach after I think three years. I think he took their team to the quarterfinals and the semifinals, and then in, you're in a pandemic pandemic stricken year, and you get fired. And then you have to find out what you're being fired for and why. And then there's rumors out there that there's, there's a new principal, and then the principal on the way out fired the guy, and he was the scapegoat, and da 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 you got to find out what's going on. Because, yeah, I appreciate everybody reaching out to me and everything, but that's uh, right now I'm not sure I want to do a high school coaching job, number one. I just have too much going on. Number two, that tells you right there, because I always tell you, you both feet in or one foot in. You can't have one foot in. It's not that it's not that profession. And if I'm not gonna put both feet in, I'm not gonna even entertain it, right? So that tells you kind of where my mind is with football coaching right now. So let me just tell you though. Something's not right. If the coach wasn't horrible, 
People like him. People are coming to defense of him, and you get fired during a pandemic when you have Zoom meetings, half-ass attendance, not full buy-in, no crowds, et cetera, et cetera. California has been the, the, the hardest coming back from the pandemic, right? We didn't have a season. We were trying to play five-game spring season, and that was just pretty much a slap in all the kids' faces. And at least they got to play a few games. But anyway, um, you fired a dude during a pandemic and during this situation. There's been a lot of firings during this situation. That just tells me you better do some research on why you were fired. And that's just my uh, my little advice to you youngsters out there. And that's going for any job that you go after. That's just my opinion. That is how uh, I've always rolled. And that's how I look at things. So do some research. Turn over rocks. Figure out why the last person left. And... Uh, don't just jump into it. And I tell coaches all the time, you young coaches, not all head coaching jobs are fucking good jobs. They're not all supposed to be taken. <laughs> just so you know, don't let your first head job be your last head job. Does that make sense? Because some first jobs are a lot of cats last jobs because they take jobs that they're just so bad, they defeat you morally, they defeat you spiritually, they defeat you f mentally and physically because you weren't ready to take on the world and you need to get acclimated a little bit. So taking a good job as an assistant may supersede taking a bad job as the head guy when it's not very conducive for your success, success moving forward in this profession. Just remember that. Um, my little teachable moment of the day. So, we'll see. Dion made a statement that not one HBCU player was drafted out of 249 kids. And he's saying he played against some guys during the season that he thinks should have easily been drafted. Listen, there's another 250 guys that are probably draftable guys that didn't get drafted from the four-year level, too. Like, Raheem Boyd had to get a free agent shot. He didn't even get drafted. And he, he was top three SEC rusher three years in a row before the pandemic, and he set out the last few games. Um, but Raheem knows. You know, I had Eddie George on the phone with him uh, last year, and we both told him, hey, man, he should go. Your name's hot right now. You haven't won a game in the SEC in two years at Arkansas. Your name is hot. You're balling. And he probably would have went third round last year and been paid right now. But it is what it is. Kudos to Raheem for coming back under a new regime and trying to win at the college that gave him an opportunity after he left me. So I'm not mad at him. Um, I just was looking out for the best interest of him. And Eddie George obviously knows much more than me about how this NFL running back thing is and how you get drafted and how things work. And uh, he thought the same thing. But what do we know? We don't. That's not us. That's not our decision. That's his decision. He deserved it. He earned it. So I wish Raheem the best. I hope he balls out in Detroit, makes the roster, and proves people wrong for not drafting him, just like he tweeted out. So 
I love Rakim. Slap dick. But anyway, uh, Dion, they're not they're not gonna take HBCU kids over Rakeem Boyd. I'm just telling you, there's other cats out there too that that didn't get drafted that were unrestricted free agents. And HBCU guys, you guys gotta keep grinding and maybe CFL and work your way up that way and we'll see if the XFL comes out again and all these other avenues. But it's hard, man. It's hard for coaches, it's hard for players. HBCU's been down and out for so long. It's looked upon as so bad in the profession that you guys have to dig yourself out of it. And 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 I think they're doing the right thing by Eddie George and Dion and getting names like that in there. But those guys got to run legitimate programs too or they're just going to be another slap in the face and a mockery for young brothers to get new jobs. That's just the truth. So no pressure, Dion, Eddie. You my boys, but don't fuck it up. Um... So, you know, we'll see what happens. Slapdickbullies.com. Check it out. Website. If you want a puppy, follow Slapdickbullies on IG. The Real Coach underscore JB. My social medias. And uh, I got me a new whip. You know, Cadillac EXT. It's the Cadillac truck. It is the... uh, in my opinion, one of the greatest fucking vehicles ever created. I had one years ago. I fucked it up back when they first made them in 02. And uh, favorite vehicle of all time. And I found one that's the last year they made one because they discontinued them. Just like the old Impala SS in 95, 96 when they came out. Everybody wanted them. You can't find them. You can't find one with under 100,000 miles. There's a few out there, and they want, they still want 50, 60 grand for them. So I found me a gym, thanks to a, a buddy that found it for me. And I shouted him out on Twitter yesterday. And he was in, uh, shit, man, one of the, one of the Dakotas, South Dakota, actually, in Yankton, South Dakota, at Broadway Chrysler. And, uh, He's a coach as well, man. So give a shout out to him, John. So he helped me out, found found the truck for me and had it shipped to me from Salt Lake City, Utah. And, uh, man, I owe him. I owe my man, John, man. So I appreciate you guys out there. And, uh, hey, beware. Slapdick's back in another caddy. Cadillac man, man. What can I say? Greatest convention on earth. Hey, man, go be good to somebody, man. Short little podcast today. Uh, just updating everything and everybody. And, uh, hey, it's a great day to have a great fucking day. Went on me, went on three. One, two, three. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance hey, man, for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me.